Uh, good afternoon, folks. I wanted to, it's David Bozell, I, I wanted to say a few words about the Uvalde shooting. Um, so this will be a little bit more subdued, obviously, for the obvious reasons. And I really wasn't going to say anything, but then I saw some stuff floating around on the internet. And I felt compelled, I felt compelled to get behind the mic. It's a little therapeutic, if I was going to be totally honest with you. Um, I was thinking, you know how sometimes if you're a normal person, that when you see something unimagin unimaginable happen, um, and you sit there and you, you try to comprehend what it is, that what headline you just saw, the news report that you just saw, and and your first thought is, you know, maybe I don't know, I don't even know what to say. And maybe those are your first words, I don't know what to say. Or when you come home from work after hearing about it during the day and you see your loved one and you just have to like look into their eyes and did you did you did you see what and you just don't even both of you know you know what what you're talking about and it's so it's so um devastating that particularly for those of us who have children in their homes um young young kids in their homes um or for those of you who have lost children you 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 maybe don't want to go any further in your conversation and uh, <clears throat> you turn to you turn to maybe your kids and tuck them close and hug them a little tighter and um I actually had not heard about it, the Uvalde situation and the shooting, um, until yesterday evening. I was at the Washington Nationals baseball game and um, had just heard about it walking into the stadium. And then four minutes later, uh, they were doing a moment of silence. Uh, so it was, I was still sort of flipping through my phone to try to get caught up as to what had what had gone down. Um, first and foremost, our, my deepest condolences and for America's deepest condolences to the families, uh, particularly, you know, the moms and dads who have lost children. And obviously to those families of the of the teachers who who dedicated their vocation to uh to teaching those kids day in and day out um we hope you find peace uh we hope you um can still find purpose um and can find answers and We hope in the next life you'll see your loved ones again. We know you will. But normal people, it takes a while for to get the words out. Um, 
and to to comprehend what it is that you've just seen and then of course you want to you want to absorb as many facts as possible um and and get presented with the proper story but not the left i i i I saw some of the chatter, the reaction from the left. Um, and I get that, you know, in fairness, I'll be fair. Even though they're militant. Um, and even though, and I'll give you some examples, basically they blame you. They blame me. They blame the right. They blame Republicans. They blame conservatism. They blame freedom. They blame the Constitution. Um, They blame the gun. They blame everything but the shooter. They blame everything or everyone that doesn't agree with them. But the shooter, they refuse to blame the shooter. And and I'm reminded of of Rahm Emanuel, who's a former chief of staff of Barack Obama, and he said very famously, "Never let a crisis go to waste." That was their political um, sort of political playbook. If something gnarly happened, if if an opportunity to further their agenda occurred, however gruesome, never let a crisis go to waste. And 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 he went on to become mayor of Chicago. And now the modern day militant left wing has sort of taken that mantra up: never let a crisis go to waste. Now, I'm not going to name these guys' names because I know how this works, right? If, if, if I name them, it'll, they'll show up in a Google alert and, and because everyone's obsessed with, with if they get talked about, and Google will pick it up and Google will email it to that person that you've been talking, talked about. And I don't, even want to, I don't even want to give them that kind of satisfaction to know that we spoke about them on this show. But there's some sick, sick, sick people on the left. And I'm not going to name names, but just I want to go through uh, an assortment of examples about really how they feel about you. You, the audience. You as a Republican. You as a conservative. You who just may not be like them. One gentleman said the blood of this is this gentleman's out of Hollywood. The blood of every child that dies of gun violence in this country is on the hands of the Republican Party. Hmm. Sick. Uh, this one's from a member of Congress. We know him well. Quite famous over the last couple of years. Imagine how many children wouldn't be slaughtered in school if being pro-life was more than just a talking point for Republicans. Okay. Uh, These are all all tweets 
that occurred last night. They were ready to rock. It's as if they have a stock, uh, a, a drawer full of garbage talking points to pull out and drop on a moment, uh, drop on a moment's notice, drop on a dime for whenever this kind of thing may occur. Uh, here's another one: an author from the New York Times. In the New York Times. Republicans want to protect kids from the word gay, but not from the guns killing them at school. How this stuff is allowed to go on, on social, I have no idea. Uh, We get attacked all the time. We talked about this last week. We get attacked all the time by fact checkers and rating services for for the most trivial, silliest, silliest stuff. And and up to and including being posed the question, you know, what evidence do you have to suggest blank or to defend X or to promote, you know, that, that somebody said Y? What evidence does this person have to suggest that we that Republicans do not want to protect kids from being killed at school? That's what she said. And she's basically said again. This is about you now. They're blaming you for this. Not this not this kid who sidebar maybe just maybe just maybe we shouldn't have cut our kids off from society, shut schools down, and told kids to isolate. How do we know we haven't incubated this shooter or any other with all of that stupidity in 2020 and 2021? We don't know. And with him, we'll never know. But maybe, just maybe, we shouldn't have gone to those lengths, particularly with our young people. Here's another piece of idiotic stupidity from another left-wing reporter. The best way to address gun violence in America is to vote Republicans out of office and elect Democrats who will pass laws to restrict guns. Full stop. That's supposedly a reporter. I should change that. Journalist. Who's out there saying the best way to address gun violence is to vote Republicans out. Okay, so now this is a campaign midterm thing for them. Never let a crisis go to waste. And, of course, the sickest one that I found of all was this guy. Pops up when these types of things occur. He's a verified guy on Twitter, so Twitter thinks he's important because he has the blue check mark. Republicans want to force you to have kids so they have something to shoot at. That's that's alive and well on social media. From verified, air quotes, verified people. So-called, you know, the 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 blue check brigade that Twitter deems to be in an integral part of their community. Republicans want to have children to give 
something people to shoot at. Well, let me just, uh, I'll, oh, wait, hold on. Actually, I'll read that again because <laughs> it's a lot worse <laughs> if I quote it accurately. Republicans want to force you to have kids so they have something to shoot at. So that's basically trying to tie in a Roe versus Wade argument to his stupidity. There's nobody else's fault but this kid's. Nobody. Gun's not at fault. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the footage, man, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how he walks in through the, through a door, front door, side door. I know a lot of schools that have, that have retrofitted their entranceways with, with secure doors that have recon, reconfigured any and all entrance, entrance points. I, I don't know why this didn't seem to have occurred down there. In fact, I, when I heard Uvalde, I, I, I had just driven through there earlier this year when we, when I visited the border. So I don't know the town well, obviously, but you know, I've just recently been there and it's a tiny town. So, you know, I, I know the governor of Texas said that they had passed a hundred million dollar bill that included upgrades and, and, and securing the facilities and those types of things. And I, that was two years ago. And, you know, I don't know how, how it works in the sense that, you know, did they were because they did the governor did suggest that a lot of these decisions were, were left up to the local boards and the local schools. So you know, I'll feign ignorance on on, and obviously it's way too young, way too fresh to to throw down blame or to to try to investigate as to you know how much of that money that Texas passed got down there. But those answers will come out. But I guess I, I, I wanted to, to flip on the record button to just let everybody know, don't, and everyone here is smart, right? And, and I, everyone instinctu- instinctively gets this, but if you just needed a, a, a reaffirmation, don't let these idiots, these clowns on television, on Twitter, try to convince you that you're to blame. Don't. It, it, this this kid is solely to blame. Now I'd like to I'd like to close. Um, if if I'm a I'm a Catholic, so if we could just pray, pray for the uh, for the repro- the repose of of these children's souls. Uh, Father of all, we pray to you for these children, for all those whom we love but see no longer. Grant to them eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace.